Today's solo episode is a bit of a rant, if you will, but hopefully it's a useful rant. Hopefully it's an eloquent rant, not just random word vomiting. So I was on a call with the founder today and we were talking about how I decided to quit Potion the way that I started it and the resources I had to keep experimenting with it and keep operating that business just were so drastically different than what I had planned and budgeted, partly because my mom got really sick and I had to be her caregiver. And I mean, it's kind of a long story. I won't get into the details, but basically I ended up bringing my mom from Fresno where she was living at the time to LA and it was very stressful. I was round the clock caregiving. And because of that, that kind of threw a wrench into a lot of my plans for Potion. I mean, that was by no means the only only reason. It was also because the business model was just inherently very tough. The gross margins were not really there and our business model and the funnel and the conversion rates from samples to full size, all of that was kind of not really solid. And so I was talking to this founder and she was asking me, what what made you quit? And I was giving her all these reasons. And she was saying, yeah, you know, one thing we don't talk about enough when we talk about entrepreneurship is we don't talk about people's different life circumstances enough. I really agree with that. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today is just how different everybody's situation is, what we're talking about when we talk about bootstrapping. And the crux of my rant here is this. So many people tell this story of bootstrapping or starting from nothing, but we don't actually see what's happening behind the scenes. And so it sounds like a lot of these stories are similar, but the reality might be founders who say they're bootstrapping might actually be coming from a position of far greater privilege than they're letting on. By no means is this always the case. I know a lot of founders who genuinely started with very little and were able to do so much with it. It does usually take longer, But other founders like to say that they bootstrap, especially because I think people love a victorious female founder bootstrapped story. But then you actually hear about the real story and you realize, oh, wait, they had a lot of help. They had a co-founder who put in a lot of money. They had, you know, a spouse or parents or whoever. There's just a lot more going on behind the scenes than we actually realize. And the reason I care about this is not because I want to begrudge anybody their right to tell a certain story in a way that actually creates a compelling narrative around the company, the business, the brand. I understand that that's just part of it, right? The media loves a certain kind of narrative because people love a certain kind of narrative. And so of course, founders are going to cater to that. The problem I have with this is it so pains me to think about the small business owners or the truly genuinely bootstrapped founders out there who are looking at these headlines, looking at these trajectories, hearing these interviews and thinking, wait, they bootstrapped and they have gotten this far with that little. How come I'm not there yet? How come I'm behind? What am I doing wrong? That's where it gets me. And that's when I want to say, you guys don't really know the full stories. Like I hear a lot of these stories, right? Because I meet a lot of founders and I kind of know a little bit more than what's always presented officially and PR campaigns. The reality might be a lot more nuanced than we think. It's sort of like, I mean, this is an exaggerated version, but Kylie Jenner wanting to position herself as this self-made billionaire, right? Bootstrapping Kylie Cosmetics and building it to such a high valuation and selling it so successfully and being on the cover of Forbes. I mean, all of that speaks to, I think, this fetishization that we have of entrepreneurship, of this sort of like American individualistic modern day story of starting something from nothing and then building it up to this capitalist success case study. We love that story. And so of course, if that's the thing that gets clicks, that gets eyeballs, that gets attention, that gets 
earned media value and therefore brand awareness and therefore ultimately sales, that's the story people are going to want to tell. But it does a disservice to people who genuinely are living a story that is a lot grittier than maybe other founders who start off with more. So that's my gripe with the whole bootstrapping thing is it obscures a lot of nuance behind the scenes. And technically bootstrapping is just not taking on outside investment, right? Not taking on angel investors or institutional investors. But even within that category of not having raised outside capital, there are so many possibilities. You could have been in your industry for decades and built up a really solid network and have all this access and all these connections and have saved up a lot of money. And then you can start your business from there. And that's fine. I mean, that's amazing. You worked towards that. But at the same time, people hear the story of how that founder might have started with 20K, 50K, And they might think, first of all, how did you get that? And second of all, you know, how did you get so far with that amount? But this narrative is simplified and it obscures a lot of the complexities. Another possible scenario is founders who have maybe a wealthy family, your parents or your spouse might be of means. And of course, they're going to help you with your business or you don't have to worry about paying the bills. That's also a reality, right? Like if you have somebody who's helping you keep a roof over your head and pay the bills or maybe even hire help for childcare, right? If you're a parent, that also is a really meaningful part of the story that doesn't always fit into the soundbite or the headline about that business and its origin story. So there are all these potential nuances and we just don't have the attention span or the desire to listen to a lot of these nuances. And then we end up with these very binary stories of, oh, this company raised $100 million, therefore they are a success, which is the wrong metric to measure success by, or this company bootstrapped, which is also obscuring a lot of the reality. So anyway, what's the point of this entire spiel? What I want to tell you is this. Don't believe the headlines. Don't compare yourself to anyone else's story because you don't know what they're experiencing. You are doing great. You're on the right path. You're doing an amazing job. And it's so important to remind yourself of that, especially if you're a founder, entrepreneur, small business owner, whatever you want to call it. If you are building something from nothing, that journey is so difficult. And it's difficult whether you raise capital or whether you're bootstrapping. It's just difficult in different ways. So don't forget to give yourself credit for that. Focus on your own swim lane and just keep going one step at a time. And know that, you know, even if you started off with less, there is always a way. I actually also don't believe in the narratives that say, oh, well, if you're not privileged, then you can't succeed. Or conversely, oh, well, of course she was successful. He was successful because they had a bunch of privilege. I actually don't think that that counts for as much as sometimes people make it out to be because I've met a lot of people who are entrepreneurs or self-employed in some way who have had privilege and who don't come from privilege. And I can tell you that privilege can only get you so far. And then it's up to you to have the right execution, right idea, right product market fit, all the different things, right? All the business fundamentals that I talk about on my TikTok, money and privilege can only get you so far. Yes, that's meaningful. It's non-trivial. And I care about that because I want people to know, oh, if you didn't get that far that fast, especially in the beginning, it doesn't mean you're necessarily doing anything wrong. You still may be doing an amazing job. You still might be doing everything correctly, but it's just hard because resources do help. But at the same time, I never want people to feel discouraged because they think, well, I don't have privilege, so that means I don't have a chance. Actually, you definitely can make so much 
of the very little that you start with if you're resourceful, if you have the right idea, if you're scrappy. These days, if you literally have an iPhone or a smartphone and a Wi-Fi connection, you can build an empire. You can build an audience. You can leverage that audience to build a business. And then once you get some traction, you can attract the right investment or the right team. You literally can open up all the doors for yourself if you just have a smartphone and an internet connection. I mean, that is the promise of all this technological progress. And it is true. It is real. Don't fall prey to these simplistic narratives that either privileges everything or privileges nothing. I don't agree with either of those. I don't agree that people who are struggling just need to pull themselves up by the bootstraps. And I also don't agree that privileges everything. And, you know, the only reason certain people are successful is because they had wealthy parents or means that can only get you so far. Just because you have wealthy parents doesn't mean you can find product market fit. It truly does not. Because you still, at the end of the day, need to create something that people want and do a world-class job of executing on your idea. And very few people are able to do that. It's just an inherently difficult thing to do. So anyway, that's my little rant. I don't know if that helps anyone, but I just needed to get this off my chest because what I want is for us to have more nuanced, empathetic, thoughtful discourse in the world of entrepreneurship because it's so tempting and so clickbaity and so superficially rewarding to opt for the simplistic narratives. But ultimately that doesn't serve anyone, that doesn't serve us. So with that being said, today's episode was kind of short. But if you have any thoughts on this, I would love to hear from you guys. Feel free to DM me on Instagram. I love having follow-up conversations with you guys in the DMs. So find me at IamDolma on Instagram, same handle as my TikTok, and we can continue the chat there. Until next time, have an amazing weekend. I love you guys. See you on the internet.